Hey friends, I know how busy this time of the year is. And as much as I love home-cooked meals, sometimes there is just not enough time. But I have good news for you. Factor offers delicious, ready-to-eat meals, which can make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with your pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. There are two-minute meals, so you can fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. They have snacks and smoothies and more. There's a wide variety of options and 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that will help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. So head over to factormeals.com forward slash swanson50 and use code swanson50 to get, you guessed it, 50% off. That's code Swanson50 over at factormeals.com forward slash Swanson50, and you're going to get 50% off. No prep, no mess. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Yay for that. I'll be linking over in show notes as well, but go check it out and tell me how you enjoy your Factor meals. Christian Parenting. Aloha friends, welcome to the Boy Mom Podcast, powered by Christian Parenting and hosted by my mom, Monica Swanson. On the Boy Mom Podcast, it is our goal to provide you with practical advice and biblical wisdom for raising boys in this sometimes crazy world. You can find show notes for the podcast over at monicaswanson.com forward slash podcast. We're so glad you're here. I, I give that I try to give that advice to um, my little brother all the time because it seems like when he gets focused on what he can't be a part of and um, what he can't do that we can, he almost um, misses the opportunity to really soak in being a little kid and getting to do things that older kids can't do. I mean, imagine thinking about things like that, like, oh, wow, I can do something that they can't do. And you are listening to the voice of my third son, Luke, who is just about to turn 17, but he was the youngest child in our family for a good six and a half years before the true baby of the family, Levi, came along. And at the end of today's episode, I have a short interview with each of those two youngest of my family, and I think it might be something fun for your kids to listen in on. Now, this is the third in my mini-series on birth order, so if you missed the last two, be sure to go back and listen to my episode about first Firstborns, where I shared a short interview with my firstborn, and then one on middle children, and I've got my middle son in that one, and then today we are wrapping it up with those youngest kids. Each of these episodes is drawing from a blog post that I wrote many years ago and got a lot of reads, a lot of sharing, and it started a lot of great conversations, and I thought it would be fun to share them here, and then at the end of each episode, do just a brief interview with each of my kids. I hope you've enjoyed them. And you know, in each of these episodes, I am doing a little giveaway of the birth order book by Dr. Kevin Lehman. So be sure to go over to show notes after you listen to today's episode. There'll be a question over there, super easy. You can comment and you'll be entered to win a copy of Dr. Kevin Lehman's book, which has been really helpful to me and so many other people and really is the main thing I drew from. I did a lot of research as I wrote these blog posts, but that was my favorite resource. So hopefully you will enjoy that as well. 
Now, I want to take a quick second to thank you again so much for your ratings and reviews. They encourage me every week. Thank you for taking the time to do that. And also for just sharing this podcast with your friends. Word of mouth is a great way to share it. I hear from people who just tell me that their neighbor or their mom or their friend told them about it, and that means so much to me. Okay, guys, I'm so excited to share this episode. You're going to hear me kind of giggle throughout because this topic just is so much fun for me. But as much fun as it is, it's also kind of serious. We want to really be tuned into our kids and what they need most and the different ways that we can learn about them, be students of our sons, and parent them the best we can. So I hope you get a lot out of this, and maybe your kids can listen in on the interviews at the end. So without further ado, here is a blog post from the past. You're going to hear it's a little dated, but that makes it fun too, about what your youngest kids need most from you. I hope you enjoy. And we return to the fascinating topic of birth order. And today we get to talk about the youngest kids, the lastborns they're sometimes called, or the babies of the family. And this may be my favorite one of all, and that makes sense because I happen to be a youngest child. And youngest kids love to talk about Yep, themselves. Yes, birth order is a super fun topic, and no, it's not a perfect science. But yes, it's fascinating, and for my family at least, it's pretty spot-on accurate much of the time. Now, my posts that I've shared already about middle children and oldest children continue to get a lot of traffic and a lot of shares. They've started a lot of conversations, and I always enjoy the comments from parents having aha moments to spouses finally understanding things about their husband or wife, and I also hear from the occasional teenager who reads about their own birth order and then spills out their heart feeling both affirmed, finally someone explains me, and discouraged. I wish my parents understood me. So today, we finally make our way to the last born, the sweet baby of the family, or depending on your perspective, the little rascal who gets away with murder. Now, our family is doubly blessed with two babies. Since our first three boys were born close together, Luke is the original Swanson baby. But when six years later, Levi joined the family, he became the real baby of the family. Would that be a super baby? (laughs) Maybe. Well, a quick note on spacing. Experts do suggest that after a five to six year gap, and some say even three years, but I'll say five to six year gap, the next child often takes on some of the firstborn characteristics. So Levi might have a few of those as well. We'll see more as he grows up. But so far, I'm seeing mostly youngest child characteristics in him. And I believe this is because we homeschool all of the boys, so he spends a lot of his days surrounded by big brothers. Now, as with the other posts, these other episodes I've shared, most of what I share here today comes from Dr. Kevin Lehman's book, Birth Order, Why You Are the Way You Are. And I think Lehman does a great job of covering each of the birth orders as well as how this affects parenting, marriage, and work. Now, if you find this topic interesting, you're going to enjoy reading the whole book. And as you know, I am giving away a copy of the birth order book in each of these episodes. So be sure to go over to show notes where you can leave a comment and enter to win a copy of the birth order book. But let's talk about a typical youngest child. Well, youngest children are said to be often entertaining and funny. Because they're born into an already busy family, they have to work extra hard to get attention. Youngest kids are often less organized, everyone does things for them, and quite possibly messy. They are sociable, 
they're used to being around people, and they live life with a much more carefree attitude than their older siblings. Mom and dad have usually loosened up quite a bit between kid number one and the baby, and more relaxed parenting equals more relaxed children. Well, the baby of the family knows how to get by with things, often taking advantage of mom and dad being plain and simple, parented out. And I couldn't agree more. While youngest kids can typically argue till the cows come home, they are persistent and determined. In fact, one of my other most popular posts titled, When Your Kid Argues About Everything, I gave five tips in that one. And yes, I'll link to it in show notes. Well, this was inspired by my original youngest child. So sometimes in their efforts to get attention, the youngest kids will be naughty, causing trouble in school or pushing the buttons of their older siblings. Mm-hmm. Now here's a fun one. What do youngest children grow up to become? Well, research says that youngest children will do well in marketing and sales. They are good at jobs where they are in the limelight. Comedians, artists, and actors are often last-borns. A last-born will be drawn to jobs that are interesting and full of adventure. Monotony and tedious desk jobs do not go over well with most last-borns. So here are a few famous last-borns. Celine Dion, Ellen DeGeneres, Cameron Diaz, Tina Fey, Eddie Murphy, Robin Williams, Stephen Colbert, who is the youngest of 11, Mark Twain, Billy Crystal, Drew Carey, Goldie Hawn, Steve Martin, Prince Harry, and Jim Carey. So that's just a few, and there's a whole bunch out there if you go looking. So here's the big question for sake of this topic. Let's ask ourselves, what do youngest children need most from their parents? Well, here is my list. Number one, youngest kids need some responsibility. Yes, the babes of the family often do less than their siblings for two reasons. One, they're masters at ducking out of work. And two, the rest of the family can get work done faster and better. So they just end up doing it. So give those youngest kids some work and make them do it. They or their spouse will thank you later. Number two, Youngest kids need attention. Yes, show your youngest child some genuine interest. Don't wait for them to get into trouble to get the attention they crave. Slow down and notice them. Fill their love bucket before they need it, and you might save them from a good deal of trouble. Number three, youngest kids need recognition. Don't overlook the youngest child's accomplishments. Just because you've already seen your other kids learn to tie their shoe or ride a bike, you still need to work up some enthusiasm for the youngest child's firsts. You may already have a collection of hand-painted rocks from preschool years past, but this is the first one from the baby, so get excited. Number four, youngest kids need some good books. Lehman suggests introducing your youngest child to reading at a young age. I thought that was interesting. Apparently, lastborns tend to prefer to be read too and will let others do all the work if they can get away with it. Avoid that by encouraging the youngest to learn to read on their own. Side note, I also love that because it gives them something to do, a built-in friend when their older siblings are off doing things that they're not able to take part in. Okay, and number five, youngest kids need accountability in school. Stay on top of your youngest child's schoolwork. As we get older and tireder, that's my words, we tend to slack off on the youngest kids in regards to their education. So dig deep, mom and dad, and find the energy to crack down on the youngest child's schoolwork just like you would have their older siblings. They need an education just like their older brothers and sisters. Okay, number six, youngest kids need some records of their childhood. 
I'm guilty on this one. Don't forget to finish the baby book or at least gather a folder of photos on the computer for your last born. Most of us poop out on the sentimental stuff when it comes to the babes of the family. So do what you can to make them feel like they matter too. And lastly, number seven, youngest kids need a marriage partner. Lehman adds, along the way, pick out a nice firstborn for your lastborn to marry. The odds are high they'll make a great team. Oh my goodness, those youngest kids are so special and so funny. And you know what? They need us just like the others do. So I would love to hear about the baby in your family. Is he or she typical? Do you have a comedian in the family? How does the youngest in your family get along with the older siblings? Please go over to show notes and share in comments and you will be entered to win a copy of the birth order book. I hope you can share this too with your friends. This is a great one to have your spouse listen to and maybe have a good date night conversation about your last born and how you can be intentional about parenting them well. Okay, guys, I'm really excited to share two short interviews with you. I've got Luke, who was the last born in our family again for about six and a half years. So he's sharing from his experience. And I think he has some really cool things to say. And then I finally got my little Levi on to join me for a very brief interview at the very end. But before I dive into the interviews, I get to tell you that it's time to mark your calendars because a week from today, We are going to be opening the doors to the character training course once again from February 9th to the 12th only. The doors will be open. And I know that last fall for the first official launch, there were a whole lot of people who reached out to me after the doors closed and had just missed it. So this is your heads up. Tell your friends, get ready, talk to your husband and be ready to sign up to be a part of the character training course. Now, if you're not familiar with what I'm talking about, there will be a link in show notes, or if you want to go right away, you can find out more about the course at monicaswanson.com forward slash character dash course. You can see what's in the modules, learn about some of the interviews and everything else in the course. It is a packed course, but it comes with very bite-sized pieces. I know you're busy and that way you can go through it one little piece at a time. It is everything you need and no fluff. And I am so proud of how it has all come together. Here's what one course taker had to say about the course last fall. She wrote, I cannot recommend Monica's character training course enough. As soon as I started it, I felt hopeful. She provides so much insight and wisdom. The interviews and bonus material are very helpful and encouraging. Monica is relatable and practical, but also wise and godly. Parenting is so important, and I would not be a good steward if I just tried to figure it out on my own. My boys are worth this investment into their hearts and minds and lives. And I love that so much. It means so much to me. So guys, one thing I want to make sure you know, because I got a lot of questions last fall, is though the doors are only open for four days, once you get into the course, you have as long as you want to go through all the modules. So you can set it aside till you have more time. You can go through it slowly. Anything I add, you will have access to. So there's no rush to go through it, but the doors will only be open for four days next week. Okay, so I'm really excited. I hope to see you in that course. And again, cruise over check out all the things in the modules, watch a little video of me talking about it and find out more. Okay. So now without further ado, I'm going to let you listen in as my two youngest boys share from their perspective on being the youngest kids in the family. I hope you enjoy. Hey Luke, welcome back on the Boy Mom Podcast. Hi, thanks for having me. So we are talking birth order in this little mini series here on the podcast. Mm. And you, my friend, are kind of 
in between birth orders. Mm-hmm. Right in the middle. Right in the middle. Well, but, not exactly right in the middle. Yeah, in the middle of the middle and the youngest. Yes. <laughs> and we are not doing a specific episode on the people in between different birth orders, <laughs> though we could. We're, we're talking today about that youngest child, the baby of the family, which... Levi won't want me calling him the mm, baby of the family, no. but the youngest child. And you were the youngest child in our family for a full six and, and a half, half years. I think and a half. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I remember that. you do remember. Mm-hmm. Okay. Definitely. Because then you became the second middle. Mm-hmm. But it didn't really fully sink in to being second middle until he was older. Yeah, you were pretty well um, imprinted as the youngest. Yeah, definitely. But now you don't seem like the youngest. No, not really anymore. Now it's like I'm the oldest because oh, yeah. older brothers are gone. Yeah, you're the oldest in the house. Yeah. And you carry that title well as well. Well, thank you. Yeah. So you um, are willing to talk to us about... Being the youngest for those six and a half years. Definitely. And your memories, because we chatted offline before we recorded with Levi about each of your experiences being the youngest, and you had pretty different takeaways. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. So tell us, what was your favorite part of being the youngest child? Well, I mean, uh, I feel like for me looking back, the first thing that comes to mind is just like basic uh, stereotypical youngest brother or youngest sibling. I just remember kind of getting out of a lot of things and, and not being spoiled, but like maybe just have being in the spotlight a little bit more. And I, my personality really appreciates that. So mm-hmm. I definitely remember having fun with that. Right. Yeah. Getting some extra attention. Yeah. Just kind of being like, like, you know, everyone would kind of be like, Oh, it's little Luke. But then I would take that as like my moment to shine. <laughs> Everybody's looking at me. So what can I do? <laughs> I love it. And is there anything you remember? Now, the truth is, is probably by six, there's not a whole lot to dislike about that. I think mm, some of the yeah. frustrations Levi's having probably started after age six. They're yeah. more like when he's growing up, getting to his tween years. Mm. So we'll let him speak for himself. Yeah. But you do you remember anything you didn't like about being the youngest? Well, I mean, at that point, um, having about a five-year gap between me and my oldest brother, mm-hmm. um, there was some things that I think I was just a little too young for, and I'd get left out of a little bit. And I think that's just kind of the um, common case for all youngest yeah. siblings. And although that's not very fun um, to be left out of things and to be considered, you know, like too young or too small or whatever, I think I was able to get past a little bit. Just I think because of my personality, just trying to have fun no matter what, yep. I could sort of get to it. But I definitely remember some sad, um, lonely days being mm-hmm. left out and yeah. being a little bit bummed out. But you and dad made that. Yeah, I just remember that because you're big brothers, though we homeschool, uh, the boys all went to preschool. Mm. So there was a couple of years. And actually, while you were still home, um, Josiah went as far as first grade in a little private Christian school near where we lived. Mm. So there was a couple of years where the brothers went to school. And I remember you would just sit there with your blanket and like... I have a picture of you sitting with a blanket over your head <laughs> on the stairs and you were just like, oh, I am stuck at home and they get to go to school. Mm, Do you yeah. kind of remember that? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I I can't fully remember that. I do remember, 
I do remember them being gone for school a little bit. Yeah, and, and they would like, do things like go surfing before you were ready. Exactly. Like they, they would go surfing or skateboarding or hiking. Like for some reason I keep thinking back to like when we went to like Disneyland and there was like the rides that oh, they could do. And yeah. I know that's I know that's so random, but I no. totally remember being like with you and grandma <laughs> getting ice cream while my brothers were doing like the scariest, craziest ride there. And I was like Man, well, I I know I could handle it, but I guess I just can't. But I, I don't know. But the truth is, your personality, you're right. And in an upcoming episode, I'm going to talk about other things that affect personality because birth order is just one thing. Mm. Uh, but your personality, I think, was really good at rolling with things. Like you said, yeah. you made fun. Yeah, I mean, out like, of like I didn't, I wasn't necessarily meaning to use that as an example, but like getting ice cream while my yeah. brothers were doing a roller coaster ride. Like I was able to find other things to do. And I think I, I'm, I'm lucky to have that maybe optimism, I guess. Yeah. It's, maybe not everyone has that. And it's definitely like has to be forced sometimes, but yeah. I was, and, yeah. and I think when you were home and the brothers were off doing bigger boy things, you were pretty good about like finding a project. You were mm, always kind yeah. of diving into something and entertaining yourself really yeah. well. Even if it was something boring, just kind of getting lost in your own world. Yeah. Time flies. Yeah. You're really mm -hmm. good like that, which leads us to your opportunity to give any of the youngest kids listening a piece of wisdom or advice to help them get through those times. Mm. Yeah. And, and it doesn't necessarily just need to be youngest siblings. There's all sorts of different situations you can be in where you're left out, whether it's mm. um, based off of your talent or your skills or, or what you like to do and don't like to do. Mm -hmm. You know, it's something that everybody goes through. And um, I honestly think that uh, being optimistic and, and um, that quality alone of looking on the bright side is kind of the best way to get through those situations because um, it doesn't do you much good to think and um, worry about the things you can't do. Um, but it's kind of, you know, very advantageous to look for other fun things to do or Hmm. Um, look on the bright side, sort of, and I love come that. up with your own stuff. Yeah, because there's certainly been times, even recently, where you have an injury or an ear infection, and mm. there's like surf, and your friends are surfing, and you're kind of sitting at home. Yeah. But you're pretty good even now about getting creative. You don't complain much. Yeah. Actually, thinking back to that, um, and by the way, thank you for that comment. It's very <laughs> yeah. kind of you. But thinking back to more recently, like when I did get hurt, I mean, that's an example, you know, like all, all I do uh, when I'm not doing school is I'm out in the water surfing and playing in the water and all, all that sort of stuff related to the beach. And so um, when I was hurt and I couldn't go in the water, it was sort of my time to find other things to do. And I remember just being at home and walking around in our yard and just kind of playing with the animals and kind of being disconnected. But it was like, I really enjoyed it. And when I was surfing again, I remember looking back thinking like, wow, I made that a lot of fun. Like, I, I feel like that should have been boring, but it wasn't. Yeah. It's all a state of mind. Yeah, totally. So good. Okay. So youngest siblings out there, make the best of the time you have. Yeah. Don't even, don't even think about what you're missing out on. Just, just move right on. The longer you think about it, the worst you're doing for yourself. That's right. And you've even said that you kind of miss being a little kid. Oh, yeah. Enjoy totally. those days, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I give that, I try to give that advice to um, my little brother all the time because it seems like when he gets focused on what he can't be a part of and um, what he can't do that we can, 
he almost um, misses the opportunity to really soak in being a little kid and getting to do things that older kids can't do. I mean, imagine thinking about things like that, like, oh, wow, I can do something that they can't do. So I'm going to take advantage of it. Totally. I love that. And it's it's easier said than done, for sure. Yeah. It's a mindset that takes a lot of practice and and um, uh, self-control, I think. But I think once you can get it down, it makes life better. Awesome. Thank you. Good advice. Yeah. Thanks for having me. All right. Hey, Levi. Welcome to the Boy Mom Podcast. Hi. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks for joining this conversation. I already had Josiah on an episode. I had Jonah on one. Then we were just talking to Luke about his six and a half years of being the youngest child in this family. But then something crazy happened and you came along and (laughs) took over that role, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. So you've been the youngest child now for the last 10 and a half years. And so I'm going to ask you the first question I asked your brothers, which is what is your favorite part of being the youngest? Um, probably that I get to go do things with my older brothers and hang out with them. Yeah. You got three of them, so that keeps you pretty busy, right? Yeah. Especially when the college boys are home. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Okay. Do you want to share one or two of the biggest challenges or things you don't like about being the youngest? You can be honest. Um, maybe being left out sometimes, but they're pretty Mm. good about, um, not leaving me out, but yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And anything else? Um, probably when they tell me what to do also. (laughs) They kind of parent you? Yeah. That's frustrating. Yeah. But, I don't know. And do you usually do what they say? I think for the most part, yeah. Okay, okay. That might be a matter of opinion, but we'll go with it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm teasing. Okay, so, if there's some younger kids listening, maybe... Do you have any advice for them when they're feeling left out? Like, what have you learned over these years helps with that? Um, Probably when they go to things that you aren't invited to do or you can't do. Just do your own thing and hang out with your friends mm-hmm. and make uh, relationships with other people besides mm-hmm. your brothers. Yeah, that's good advice. All right, Levi, is there any other words of wisdom you want to share with people? No. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> Okay, well, I want to thank you so much for taking a minute to join us, and maybe you'll come back another time. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for having me. All right. Aloha. All right. Well, there you go. That's the youngest. That's the baby of the Swanson family, a man of few words, at least when he's on the microphone. But we'll be sure to get him back on for more in days to come. I hope you have enjoyed this mini series on birth order. And in just a couple of weeks, we're going to have a special episode where Heather McFadden of the Don't Mom Alone podcast, which I know many of you listen to, and she's got four boys, you know, so the two of us get together and we talk about other things that shape our kids, other things um, that we can learn about, be students of our son, talk about personalities, love languages. Oh, we got we got a lot to talk about. There are eight boys between Heather and I. And so I think that you'll enjoy that conversation as well. Again, please don't forget to go over to show notes where I'll have links to anything that we mentioned, a giveaway of the birth order book and links to sign up. So you'll be first to know when the character training course opens next week. So go over to monicaswanson.com forward slash podcast. This is episode number 92. So again, monicaswanson.com forward slash episode dash 92.
Thanks so much for being here. Have a wonderful rest of your week. And until next time, aloha. Aloha.